It feels like we're all being told to go on this diet, take that supplement. Ozempic will give you depression, but you know what'll cure that? Weed. Or you could try to balance your hormones. At Science Versus, we're like, what the f*** is going on? Forget the crap online and listen to Science Versus. Just the facts. Oh, and a bunch of stupid jokes. What is a ghost's favorite fruit? Booberries. That's Science VS. New season out on Spotify soon. Today is Wednesday, January 6th, 2021. On this day in 2005, preacher and Ku Klux Klan leader Edgar Ray Killen was finally arrested for an appalling civil rights era crime, the 1964 murder of three voter registration workers in Mississippi. Welcome to Today in True Crime, a Spotify original from Parcast. I'm Vanessa Richardson, and today I'm joined by our guest host, Alastair Murden of Superstitions. Every week, he tells stories illustrating the horror, the weirdness, and the truth behind these beliefs. He's here to discuss some of the historical aspects of today's story, while I'll cover the narrative. Due to the graphic nature of this killer's crimes, listener discretion is advised. This episode includes discussions of racism and murder that some people may find offensive. We advise extreme caution for children under 13. Hello, everyone. I'm looking forward to diving into this historic story. Now let's go back to January 6th, 2005, just weeks before Edgar Ray Killen's 80th birthday. Edgar Ray Killen had lived a long life, and a successful one in certain ways. He had his farm and his sawmill. He had his preaching and his wife, Betty Jo. He had the respect of many members of his community. But behind that respectable facade was a dark secret. For decades, Edgar Ray Killen had been suspected of murder. It had all started back in the summer of 1964, or Freedom Summer, as civil rights activists called it. They were running a major initiative to get black voters registered across the American South, which was rife with voter suppression. And many of them, like James Cheney, Michael Schwerner, and Andrew Goodman, were doing that work in Mississippi. Cheney was from Mississippi and a black man, Schwerner and Goodman were white Jews who came down from the north to help out. And at first, the three men were enjoying getting together to work for a good cause. Goodman wrote a postcard home to his parents, jotting down, Meridian, Mississippi is a wonderful town and the weather is fine. The people in this city are wonderful and our reception was very good. But Goodman's optimistic tone belied the more complicated and dangerous nature of Freedom Summer. Racist white Southerners were ready to fight it with tooth, nail, and burning crosses. As civil rights workers were registering voters, the Ku Klux Klan was gearing up to intimidate and threaten them. On April 24, 1964, they demonstrated their might by staging 61 simultaneous cross burnings across Mississippi alone, 
no small feat and one which hinted at their alarmingly successful recruitment drive. Their numbers hovered over 10,000 across the state, and they were willing to mobilize those members for more direct acts of violence, too. They spent the summer of 1964 burning black churches. Before autumn, 20 places of worship were ash. Civil rights workers knew they had no choice but to pay attention to this violence and to watch their backs, but they weren't going to let the intimidation stop them from their work. Voting was a right for every American, and it was worth fighting for. So Cheney, Schwerner, and Goodman were in Mississippi's Neshoba County on June 21, 1964, where they disappeared. They were found 44 days later, buried in an earthen dam on a known Klansman's land. To civil rights workers, it seemed obvious what had happened. This was the culmination of the Mississippi Klan's intimidation, the realization of their threats, the work of the state's white racists, who preferred murder over allowing their black neighbors to vote. Most Americans agreed. The national media immediately jumped on the case, and outrage was palpable around the country, likely in part because two of the murdered activists were white. As Mickey Schwerner's wife, Rita, explained it, the slaying of a black person in Mississippi is not news. It is only because my husband and Andrew Goodman were white that the national alarm has been sounded. But even the slaying of white civil rights activists didn't force the hand of Mississippi's so-called justice system. Local law enforcement decided there wasn't enough evidence to pursue the case. The media could rail and condemn and point out that a little investigation might turn up some evidence. But Mississippi wouldn't budge. It seemed the Klan had allies in high places. Luckily, those allies didn't go all the way up to the federal level. While the feds couldn't prosecute for murder, as that's a state-level crime, they did what they could to push forward with other charges. The FBI investigated and slowly pieced together a solid roster of evidence that a group of Klansmen had indeed killed Cheney, Schwerner, and Goodman. Finally, in 1967, a federal court brought 18 men to trial on charges of conspiring to violate the civil rights of the three men. Amongst the men the feds brought to the stand was a local Mississippi preacher and sawmill owner named Edgar Ray Killen. Multiple confessions revealed that on June 21, 1964, he was the one that had directed the local KKK chapter to gather in Philadelphia, Mississippi, where the three murder victims disappeared. Coming up, Killen's role in the case and the day his good luck finally ran out. Listeners, have you heard the eerie new podcast, Superstitions? Every Wednesday, explore the varying beliefs people around the world fear and follow in this mystifying series from Parcast. You do not want to miss it. 
Each week, step inside stories that illustrate the horror, weirdness, and truth behind humanity's strangest codes of conduct. Why do black cats represent witchcraft? What's the point of carrying a rabbit's foot around with you? And how come certain films seem cursed and others don't? Each new episode of Superstitions presents a story that unlocks the mysteries of unorthodox traditions and surreal phenomena. They may seem cryptic or illogical or completely insane, but then again, do they? Follow the Spotify original from Parcast, Superstitions, free on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Now back to the story. On January 6, 2005, preacher Edgar Ray Killen was arrested for the 1964 murders of civil rights workers James Cheney, Michael Schwerner, and Andrew Goodman. But it was a long road that brought him there. My guest host Alistair is going to take over and talk about that journey. Thanks, Vanessa. Edgar Ray Killen's guilt was evident from the first time the case went to trial in a 1967 federal court. Confessions suggested that while he wasn't present at the time of the murders themselves, he organized and instigated the crimes. Unfortunately, one of the jurors thought Killen's role as a preacher was somehow more relevant and refused to convict him. He walked free. Seven of the defendants in the case were found guilty, but because the federal charges they faced couldn't include murder, none of their sentences were longer than 10 years. Ultimately, not a soul amongst them spent more than six years behind bars. Edgar Ray Killen had every reason to be pleased with this result. Not only did he get off scot-free, but the men he'd asked to participate in the crime got off relatively easy too. Things couldn't have worked out better for a pack of murderous clansmen. Or so it seemed until 1988, when Killen may have experienced his first real twinge of regret about his crimes. Director Alan Parker released a film called Mississippi Burning, directly inspired by the murders of Goodman, Schwerner, and Cheney. The movie was fictionalized, but it sparked renewed interest in the case, especially on the part of an investigative journalist named Jerry Mitchell. Mitchell decided to dig into the real story behind the film, and after a decade of tireless reporting, he uncovered and published a previously sealed interview with one of the men convicted in the 1967 trial. The interview was with KKK member Samuel Bowers, and in it, he expressed pride in going to prison for his role in the triple murder. He also expressed delight that the mastermind of it all had walked free, the preacher Edgar Ray Killen. It was enough to shift interest in the case from cultural to legal. In 1999, a year after the Bowers interview hit the press, Mississippi Attorney General Michael Moore announced that the case would be formally reopened. Then, it took another six years, but in 2005, Edgar Ray Killen was finally arrested. And this time, since it was the state of Mississippi doing the prosecuting, he was charged with murder. The sentencing was harsher this time around too. 
On June 21, 2005, the 41st anniversary of the murders, Killen was found guilty of manslaughter and sentenced to 60 years in prison. In his case, that meant a life sentence. He died in prison in 2018 at the age of 92. Justice had been served. As the editor of local Mississippi paper The Neshoba Democrat put it, finally, finally, finally. I'm Vanessa Richardson. Thanks again, Alastair, for joining me today. Thanks for having me. You can find my podcast, Superstitions, on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. For some powerful stories about American heroes fighting against racial injustice, check out my other show, Famous Fates, Movers and Shakers. Today in True Crime is a Spotify original from Parcast. You can find more episodes of Today in True Crime and all other Spotify originals from Parcast for free on Spotify. We'll be back with a brand new episode tomorrow in True Crime. Today in True Crime is a Spotify original from Parcast. It is executive produced by Max Cutler, sound designed by Juan Borda, with production assistance by Ron Shapiro, Carly Madden, and Bruce Katovich. This episode of Today in True Crime was written by Nora Battelle, with writing assistance by Alex Benedon, fact-checking by Bennett Logan, and stars Vanessa Richardson and Alastair Murden. Bad omens, good fortune, pure luck? Take a closer look at what you believe in and follow the Spotify original from Parcast, Superstitions. New episodes air weekly, every Wednesday. Listen free on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.